Welcome to Created to Reign, a production of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. I'm Cal Beisner, president of the Cornwall Alliance, and today I'm delighted to introduce you to Robin Veldman's fat book, The Gospel of Climate Skepticism, Why Evangelical Christians Oppose Action on Climate Change. I do this not because I agree with a lot of it, I actually disagree with quite a bit, but because it bears strong testimony to the effectiveness of the Cornwall Alliance's work over the years. Veldman, who embraces climate alarmism, focuses on how proponents of competing views about climate change influence evangelicals. Her in-depth research demonstrates Cornwall Alliance's major influence. Here are just three of the 208 times she mentions us. First, the Cornwall Alliance has become the primary public voice of evangelical climate skepticism, performing a range of functions from organizing leaders and disseminating skepticism to the evangelical masses to providing research materials and expert testimony to Congress. Second quote from uh, Veldman, Guided and supported by the Cornwall Alliance, leaders and pundits associated with the Christian right expertly used the evangelical mass media to encourage climate skepticism among evangelicals around the country. And for the third quote, while helping to nurture free market-based suspicions of environmentalism among the laity, the New Right Christian Right Alliance also bore institutional fruit that would later be critical to the Christian right's campaign to promote climate change skepticism. Most importantly, the Cornwall Alliance aimed to demonstrate, quote, the compatibility of faith, liberty, and free economic activity, unquote. So, as those three uh, quotations show, in short, Veldman considers the Cornwall Alliance the most influential voice building and shaping evangelicals' resistance to climate alarmism and radical environmentalism. And that's remarkable. Consider Proverbs 27.2, Let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. It's even better when the stranger is an opponent. As all lawyers know, it's great to get hostile witnesses to testify in support of their clients. That's what Veldman is, a hostile witness who testifies to the effectiveness of the Cornwall Alliance's work. So you can be confident that your support for the Cornwall Alliance bears lots of fruit. And right now, we really need you to come through for us, helping us to start 2023 off strong. But first, let me share a bit more about Veldman's book. As Assistant Professor of Religious Studies at Texas A&M University, Veldman is an interdisciplinary environmental studies scholar, quote, whose research examines how religious beliefs and cultural identity shape attitudes toward the natural world. Now, those emphasized words are important. Veldman takes for granted the claims that human activity is causing dangerous to catastrophic global warming and that we must curb that warming by curbing that activity, whatever the costs. Regardless of scientific and economic evidence and reasoning for or against those claims, she is interested in just one thing, how religious beliefs and cultural identity lead evangelicals to, in the words of her title, oppose action on climate change. Well, what religious beliefs? Veldman identifies three particularly important ones. One, 
that God is in control, two, that therefore man cannot greatly affect global climate, and three, less importantly, that when Christ returns, God will recreate the world. And what cultural identity does she have in mind? Well, she calls it a feeling of being embattled by environmentalism, progressivism, and proponents of big government, among other things. Now, I won't deny that these contribute to some evangelicals' attitudes about climate change and climate and energy policy, but Veldman, after what must have been many hundreds of hours interviewing evangelicals, laymen and pastors, in focus groups with members of a fair number of churches, mostly in the state of Georgia, never addresses the most important things driving evangelicals' opposition to action on climate change. What are those things? Broadly speaking, two. First, scientific evidence that human-induced global warming is moderate and its benefits may well outweigh its harms. And second, economic evidence that efforts to curb it by transitioning from abundant, affordable, reliable energy from fossil fuels to diffuse, expensive, unreliable energy from wind and solar would trap billions in poverty and push many others back into it. For all intents and purposes, Veldman writes as if evangelicals' opposition to action on climate change is scientifically and economically uninformed. Yet, if you're familiar with the Cornwall Alliance, perhaps through listening to episodes of Created to Rain, you know otherwise. You have seen the many scientific and economic articles we've published on our blog or in other venues. You've viewed our live streams or heard our podcasts. You may have attended one of our speaking engagements or heard us as guests on others' TV, radio, and podcast programs. So you know that while we affirm that God is in control, we don't infer from this that human action, action cannot have negative consequences. You know we affirm that human activity contributes to climate change, though moderately and likely with more beneficial than harmful consequences. And you know we argue that the threats of poverty far outweigh those from climate, which is why it's wrong to trap billions in poverty in the name of fighting global warming. Now, this brings us to a curious inconsistency. How can Veldman simultaneously consider Cornwall Alliance, quote, the most influential voice shaping evangelicals' resistance to climate alarmism and radical environmentalism, unquote, and yet ignore the vast majority of what we say? I find an interesting clue in something missing from her book. She reprints two documents by evangelicals who favor action against climate change, one called a Southern Baptist Environment and Climate Initiative, and the other called Climate Change and Evangelical Call to Action. One would think that, as an objective scholar, she would want readers to see opposing papers. Yet she offered none, though she knew of our open letter to the signers of Climate Change and Evangelical Call to Action. By email, I asked why. She replied, and I'm quoting here from her email, because I had an extensive analysis of the two documents in chapter 6, which depended on readers being able to compare the texts, not for the purposes of evaluating their arguments, but to see how they are similar and different. I am certain that readers who want to understand your arguments in detail will be able to locate them online without any trouble. Unquote. Now, two things stand out in that response. First, she didn't reprint those documents so readers could, quote, evaluate their arguments, unquote. That's revealing. She wasn't interested in the scientific and economic reasoning behind people's views. 
She was just interested in how their religious and cultural identity self-perceptions shaped their views on climate change. Second, she was willing to devote space to those two documents, those two, despite their being easy to locate online, so readers could, quote, compare the texts, unquote. But she wasn't willing to devote space to our similar but opposing document, so readers could compare the texts. Now, this is characteristic of climate alarmists' tactics. They ignore and suppress contrary evidence and portray those who disagree as intellectually uninformed, making it easy for her readers to read our document would have belied that portrayal. Consider how rare it is to find any defense of a climate skeptic view in mainstream media. That's not accidental. Many major media companies have publicly stated that they won't report the case for climate realism. Sound familiar? <laughs> Think about the media's suppression of Hunter Biden's laptop. Well, that's why it's so important that the Cornwall Alliance be able to reach the public through other channels. Interestingly, Veldman's book confirms exactly that. Veldman points out that mainstream media have been eager to publish anything about evangelicals embracing the climate alarmist position because that's a man-bites-dog story. It's not what you expect. But they don't publish about evangelicals rejecting it because that's a dog-bites-man story. She then spends significant time explaining that our climate skeptic message found a way th around the mainstream media through evangelical sites like WorldNet Daily, uh, townhall.com, christianpost.com, stream.org, and many others to reach evangelicals. That's what the Cornwall Alliance does. Reach evangelicals through its website, its Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter presence, articles in evangelical media, guest roles on evangelical radio, TV, and podcast programs, conferences and guest speaking events, and our own podcast to which you're listening right now. And by doing that, we have succeeded with a comparatively tiny budget and a very small staff in being, as Veldman calls us, the primary public voice of evangelical climate skepticism. We need to expand that work, and consequently that staff and that budget. We want to increase our articles, blog posts, podcasts, guest appearances, and speaking engagements by at least 20% in 2023. An even bigger goal is to begin producing curriculum on creation, stewardship, and economic development for the poor suitable for private schools and homeschools. To do that, we need your help. Will you please, right now, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Cornwall Alliance? Whether you're a longtime supporter or have never donated before, we will be so thankful. And as Veldeman's book shows, you can be confident that your gift will be fruitful. To donate, just go to cornwallalliance.org slash donate. You can do the whole thing in just a couple of minutes online. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about us and give us a good review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Doing so will help draw more people to our podcast. Until next time, God bless you.